Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Rob. I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. And this is Everybody, everybody in, in the, the Conference, conference room. room. That's right. Hey, welcome to another episode, everybody. Uh, as always, make sure you subscribe and uh, leave us a review on iTunes. And if you leave us that good five-star, we'll read it live on the air. Make sure you tell a friend, check us out on Patreon, all that good stuff. And speaking of Patreon, I want to say thanks to our sponsor for this episode, our $20 patron, the assistant to the regional manager, Mr. Brian Cavasso. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Without further ado, let's jump into uh, let's jump into this five star review that we had waiting for us because it's pretty cool. Uh, nice. The title is "Wonderful Banter," <laughs> <laughs> and the person who wrote it is "Whatever Never Won." Huh. Oh, okay. Which I believe was the person we gave a Dundee to last episode. Oh, sweet. Uh-huh. All right. And, and they think we have wonderful banter. That's right, because the bod says we take it. Got here because of Reddit, and it was a great listen. Thanks for the Dundee. And then they put a smiley emoji. And two exclamation points. Oh, is that points. why you think that? <laughs> is that why you think it was somebody we gave a Dundee yeah, to? We bribed them for it. I'm a, I'm a detective. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just followed my nose. That's awesome. Um, all right. So tonight, guys, we're going to break down season three, episode four, grief counseling. We're also going to check out uh, the gym's prank leaderboard. We're going to head over to that good, good Dunder Mifflin subreddit and look at mm. some quality content from Mr. Adam Jones. Yep. But before we do, guys, let us go ahead. We're going to address the elephant in the room. Uh-huh. Okay. The okay. entire office fandom slash podcast world mm-hmm. have combined over this one thing this week. And yes, Except. I'm talking about what? We hit 5,000 downloads. Oh, oh wow. I thought, what did you never, think? What nothing. Did you think was I'm not going to say. What did you think? That's going to be crazy. Super Gosh. <laughs> 5,000 downloads. Shelby! That's right. Bring us cake. Thank you guys Are so much. Are we doing much. a live episode? Is that what we promised? Yes. We're going to so, do a live episode and we're going to eat cake. That's right. So wow. Shelby, get the Four cake cakes. bacon. Start it now. And we are going to live stream next week's episode while cool. we wow. eat cake. Uh, so you'll get to watch us record the initiation live. Okay. Uh, I will. We'll, we're going to work out some details as far as I'll platform. I'll put real clothes on. Oh, I won't baby. be in my jammies. Oh, oh man, I'm still, wearing, I'm still wearing my sweats. <laughs> and it's all is green based stuff. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. We're gonna work out all the details and platform and all that kind of stuff. We'll give you all the details on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so stay tuned to those channels. And uh, yeah, thank and you guys. Thank you. Yeah. 5, wow. Thank That's you. amazing. Pretty That's crazy. dang cool. All right, you guys ready to jump in? I, uh, yes. I think so. Nice. All right. Tonight, Ed Truck is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is Sad. grieving. Karen is looking for chips. Sadder. Andy knows where you might find them. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> this is Grief Counseling, Season 3, Episode 4 of The Office. So the episode opens with probably one of my favorite cold opens of the mm-hmm. entire series. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Michael is stacking up some paper boxes and says to Ryan, hey, Ryan, can I get you a pencil from the warehouse? To which Ryan is like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. I'm, I'm no, good. I'm good. I have like five right yeah. now. Once he looks over, though, he realizes what's going on and he decides to play along and says, okay, fine. Uh, and Michael does the fake stairs gag. It's so great because it just shows how long did Michael look at these, you know, boxes that might have been sitting there sure. and then thought, okay, well, I could create a well and I could, walk, and then I could do the walk down. Mm-hmm. And this is like things that I remember doing in middle school was <laughs> I thought this was cool. Well, the interesting thing too is it's like 15 boxes of paper. Yeah. Maybe 20 boxes of paper, something crazy like that next to Stanley's desk. And you know, after box number two, Stanley is like, Michael, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good impersonation. <laughs> Um, yes. so Michael does the fake stairs gag and Dwight is loving it. Yeah. It's like his favorite thing. I don't know that I've seen Dwight this entertained. I don't know that Dwight has ever seen that joke before. Oh, That's probably gosh. it. Yeah. I'm I think he's farms, like, oh my gosh, genius. <laughs> he's like, this is amazing. He built a staircase right down to the warehouse. <laughs> um, and what we find out is that basically when he's getting the pencil from the warehouse or the pen from the warehouse, he's just ducking down and stealing thing off, things off of Stanley's desk. Yeah, yeah. So Stanley's kind of being a good sport. But when he comes up for the third time, Pam just decides oh, to go it. all in. She knows what to do now. She wants a cup of coffee from the warehouse. Yes. 
Because it's better. That's right. It's better down there. Yep. And Michael commando crawls mm-hmm. into the kitchen. Like, mm-hmm. this is the most committed to any bit I think we've ever seen. Yeah, he's so committed. And it, at the same time, you see that, you know, everybody, I feel like everybody needs a Dwight in their life that just loves everything that you do. Absolutely. And so he's doing it for, for the crowd. Oh, my gosh. So when he comes back up with a cup of coffee, finally, she says, with cream and sugar. And you can see he's, like, sweating. Yeah, this is, yeah. But he's still going to go do it. He's oh yeah, get the cream he, and the sugar. Oh. I mean, a performer—that's what a performer does. Show must go on. Mm-hmm. Good for Michael Scott. Yep. It's beautiful. So as we come back from the credits, Jan is on the phone and she's basically breaking the news to Michael that Ed Truck has died. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "Who's Ed Truck?" No. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. He, he, at first, he doesn't know. Well, she's she's like, "We've lost Ed Truck," and he's like, "Oh yeah, let me get you his number." And she's like, "No, no, no." <laughs> he's dead Michael which (laughs) rocks his world he comes Uh, out um, I'm not even sure it rocked his world then you don't think so? no keep going and I'll tell you when I think it shifted okay so he comes out and he he kind of announces to the troops that it's going down uh, that Ed Truck is gone Kelly in a moment of you know empathy she Mm -hmm. comes over and she's like oh my gosh you must feel so bad yeah to which it's in this moment I think that Michael is, um, he's he's basically like, sort of eating up this attention. He's like, yeah. yes, yes, I do feel bad, and I'll yeah. be. Ex- he's like, uh, he's like accepting visitors who want to come and cheer him up. <laughs> yes, nobody moves. Everybody just goes back to work. It's so it's such a good episode because I feel like there are these people in the world who like they need attention to the point that they'll take any and every opportunity to yeah. like make it fish, about them. Fish, yeah. Fish them out and make it about them. Yeah. And it's like, he didn't, I mean, when was the last time we talked to Ed truck? Totally. Totally. So. Well, when nobody moves, he makes his way over to reception to which he then says to Pam, Hey, did you hear the news? The news you just announced? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely heard it. Uh, and then Michael, you know, goes around and puts his arms out. He's ready for a hug and Pam obliges. I would have high fived. The no, awkward. you would not. Have. I know. I probably would have to, but that would have been really funny if she just goes for the lower hand and like slaps it. Yeah, yeah that would be funny. <laughs> so, uh, as you know, things are sort of down and dreary at uh, Scranton. We head over to Stanford, and uh, there's a staff meeting going on. Josh is asking for uh, these numbers to Karen, and Karen does not have them. Mm-hmm. She's very apologetic. Karen messed up. Josh is a little bit rough here. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, just get it done. I'm like, dude. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, what was going on there? (laughs) Maybe something else happened. He tells Karen, just get it done, and then says to Jim, hey, can you make sure that this, like, basically happens? And Jim is like, oh, yeah. That is like the, I mean, it's, yeah, that's, that's. Bad Proper move. chain of command. It's like good leadership, it, it right? Makes things <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, so uh, you know. <laughs> to which Andy the Nard Dog says, oh, "Suck up, Josh." <laughs> did you hear what I said? <laughs> <laughs> just the, I love that. <laughs> it's just the worst. It's oh just like gosh. from Michael to Andy. It's Michael. Hey, did you hear the news? The news you just said, <laughs> and then he's suck up. Did you hear that? Or what did he say? Josh, did you hear what I said? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so we have a clip here because um, coming out of the staff meeting, uh, it's obvious that there's a little bit of a riff now between uh, Karen and Jim, but cool guy Jim in oh. his finest form. Oh, yes. He's ready to come save the day. Check this out. What's up? Uh, nothing. They're just out of hers chips. Oh. But don't worry about <clears throat> it. My snack food doesn't fall under the umbrella of your authority. Ouch. Ooh, that's a good That's where you're wrong. I'm your project supervisor today. And I have just decided that we're not doing anything until you get the chips that you require. <laughs> so I think we should go get some. Now, please. Oh, baby. Man, you. everybody needs a boss like Jim. Everybody needs somebody that just... Uh, just cool just, guy Jim. Yeah, just just cares about... Uh, I mean, I mean, that, I mean, that is the right recovery, right? You kind of, sure. you kind of try to, to brush it under the, you know... Now, rug. I will say, when I initially, this was the first time that I've seen this episode with the subtitles on. And so when she says hers chips, mm-hmm. it's H E R R S. H E R, okay. So it's like a name, like somebody's name, her, like mm-hmm. hers. Okay. For some reason, when I first watched this, I thought that like hers chips was like a lady's 
Like, oh gosh. like chips marketed to ladies <laughs> or something. Hers, yeah. chips. Like, Hers. Chips only for me. Well, They're yeah. not or out on the vending well, machine. I mean, I, kind of, I guess I do get that because there's that one brand. She's been on, the lady, the CEO has been on Shark Tank before. It's like skinny, skinny girl. Skinny girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah see, stuff like that. Like, you know, <laughs> stuff so. like that. You know, hers chips, skinny girl. Yeah, or what's or like that? The uh, the the uh, energy drink, go girl. You know, like oh stuff boy. like that. No, isn't that that's something else too? Okay, but they're both I'm called like... go girl. <laughs> okay, go I believe girl. that's called the go girl, and people can Google that if they want to know All right, what it is. All right. there you go. But first, I just thought it was like a ladies, like a very like. I never thought that. It's but a that's, lady that's thing. Like it, the hers no, it's chips. just the name of the brand. Anyways, that's like a last name. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Oops. <laughs> so we... The other things that you guys mentioned, it actually makes sense to market it to women. But chips. <laughs> what if it's, I don't know. What if it's like a special, like. It's like a, a light special, calorie. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, there, see. Like you can indulge and. See, he's going to come up with a commercial chips. right now. That's right. He's switching his, shul- his shoulders. Like, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what we do, ladies, when we. When you eat chips, when you eat yeah. hers chips. Mm-hmm. Like. They're not for him. My, these chips aren't for him. They're, They're hers. Ooh, Boom. See that? Line. Thank well, you. Thank there you. you go. TM, TM, you guys TM. Just, oh, hurry. You better copyright that now before you air this episode. <laughs> I did. I just said TM, TM. What is your favorite chip? My wife's, and I can't stand them. She loves salt and vinegar chips. Those are her favorite. I, can't, I do not like them. No. No. Nah, nah. Mine your, is everybody's favorite. What is that? Hot Cheetos. Oh, okay. See, I'm more of a jalapeno Cheeto rather than the hot. I'm. Oh, I've never heard of that. I'm down for just like straight up plain ruffles. Okay, those are good. Yep, I want that. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do the jalapeno Cheetos or I'm. I'm a ruffles sour cream and cheese mm. or Doritos. I actually really like. Or have you ever put Dorito, made a turkey and cheese sandwich and put Doritos in the? We've talked sandwich. about this. It's very. I'm good. not in middle school anymore. Adam Come on, <laughs> I do that. it's very good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, good. adds a little a little spice to life. Oh, it sounds delicious. It sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like I'm I'm digging on that. That tagline. That, what these, was it? These again? chips aren't for him. him. They're hers. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a thing. It's a thing. Anyways, uh, so we go back to Scranton and uh, thanks, Karen Filippelli. That's right. You just developed our next business. That's right. Mm-hmm. Chips. Chips. We're in the chip, chip business. Chip. Uh, so we go back to Scranton, and Creed is in uh, Michael's office. They are reminiscing about Ed Truck. Uh, Michael uses this to. Sort of give Creed a reality check. Like, this must be a big deal for you, you know? Because you're old also. So you're going to die soon, basically, mm-hmm. is what he's trying I mean, to say. Yeah. Okay, this is when I think it really hit home for Michael. Ah, because I think that he was fine-ish. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I'm sad. I want to, like, fill up Pam a little bit and get some attention. Oof. But then when he found out how, <laughs> that's when he was like, oh, I'm... Yeah devastated like this freaked me out right yeah. we need to talk about it all the time so creed breaks i think he would have been fine if they didn't talk about it <laughs> creed breaks the news that ed truck uh went under a semi and was decapitated <laughs> yeah i love that creed knows everything like he was probably just there he van down by the river and saw it happen I, yeah well yes. i love because dwight is right there and he's like mm. Very, you know, he very fast way to die very mm-hmm. smart mm-hmm. very smart mm-hmm. <laughs> did you know they Wise. actually have I don't know if you've ever looked at the back of the semi. They actually have crossbars that are meant to not do that. Okay. So not to chop learned, your head off. I learned off. about so they had a lot of accidents mm-hmm. where people were getting were hitting and then it like hitting their head. So now there's actually a, a cross beam that's low uh-huh. that'll actually hit your engine before it. Unless you were driving like a Ferrari that's like really Super low. low. Yeah, oh, then you're okay. then that's how they're d- d- actually designed now. Oh, so, so no more hit. no more kappas will be detained. Yeah, that's exactly Excellent. the way I would put it. Excellent. Um, this, I think you're right, Andy. This, this hits Michael hard because he starts to reflect a little bit and he's thinking about Ed Truck in his last moments that he died alone without even his own head to comfort him. him. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is tragic. You at least need a head to feel sorry for you while you die. (laughs) It it was probably in the back seat. He's fine. Yeah, Um, it's there. So... Uh, Michael decides that he also needs to go out and share this news with everyone. Yeah. Uh, and that goes as well as expected. Uh, Dwight then pulls Angela into the break room and uh, basically says, hey, if I die, if I ever get decapitated, I want you to put my head on ice. Mm-hmm. And Angela is not about this conversation, but mm-hmm. we have a clip here because this is obvious, obviously something that Dwight has thought a lot about. So yeah. check this out. When I die, I want to be frozen. And if they have to freeze me in pieces, so be it. 
I will wake up stronger than ever because I will have used that time to figure out exactly why I died and what moves I could have used to defend myself better now that I know what hold he had me in. <laughs> he assumes He's his ass- death is murder, murder and he yeah. assumes that even as- after he dies... The fact that he's frozen still keeps his brain alive. Yeah, he's just going to have time to just sit and reminisce. <laughs> we haven't figure quite out. figured that out in science yet. That's right. But, uh, That's right. Yeah. What kind of fight did he get in where he's like, if they have to freeze me in pieces, so be it. Yeah, it's like he's what acting. What kind of hold he was in. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, was it's a like, fight and murder. I, I imagine like a Bourne movie or something. Oh you were fighting gosh. guys. like and Just then, some big Russian dude ripped him apart. Russian. Dang, yes. Dwight. Mm-hmm. So we go back into Michael's office. He's venting to Jan. He brings up an excellent point. He's like, "Hey, we have a day where we celebrate Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. and he wasn't even he didn't even work here. What are we gonna do for Ed Truck?" Um, I wonder if I can use that argument with my boss, like maybe. just choose a name mm. of somebody who's moved well, on. Well, somebody in our mm. office has and to be die. like, "Listen, do they have to die or do they just have to move on?" Somebody in our office would have to die no, in order for us to area. honor them no, with a day off. It's great. It's great. It's great. I can I can take that one to management for sure. I'll find a way. Um, Jan does say, you know, hey, would it be a like would it be helpful to just give everybody the day off? Michael's like, you don't get these people. She's like, well, what do you want? And he's like, mm, a statue. statue. Sure. <laughs> and Michael doesn't want, I mean, everybody else would say, yes, give me the day off. Michael sure. doesn't want to go home where nobody can give him attention. Mm, that's, I didn't even think about that. That yeah. is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. She says that's not re- very realistic. He said it could be very realistic. The eyes could light up. His arms could move. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds great. Um, it's at this point. And have the creepiest statue in the world. Can you imagine? Like, maybe they put it right by the couch. Oh. So it looks like he was watching everybody. It could greet people. And every once in a while, his eyes would light up. As soon as you walk in, <laughs> yeah. hand, Hi, I'm Ed Truck. But he wouldn't have a head, it would just be his body. Ooh. He could hold it. Oh, the you head. Know, it could be like a like Halloween a, headless yeah, horseman. Yeah, exactly. Type. Oh, see? It's It'd be festive. better if it was like hanging. His like, head was just hanging. Like, oh, he just was like hanging? a little lean. Just a little. Lean off the shoulder. What? <laughs> because it was a very gruesome death. Oh, Don't try like and make it all it wasn't cute a, by light. She was saying it was not a clean cut. Yeah. Oh like just gosh. like. Gosh. That's what you want the statue in the I office? I don't want a statue. I want a <laughs> day off. This is what Michael wants. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a day off okay. too. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's at this point that Dwight realizes, no, you're not describing a statue. You're describing a robot. And mm-hmm. Dwight starts asking the good questions. What size would you like the robot? Life size? No, I think we should do two thirds in case it tries to turn on us. Okay, yeah, if exactly. you guys are into the enneagram at all, Dwight is a six. I looked it up. Oh, <laughs> that makes me laugh so this, bad. Uh, who else at this table is also a six? I don't know who else is a six, mm. but Dwight Anna. Dwight is a six, <laughs> and that cracks me mm. up. Oh, That's interesting. Boy. Interesting. <laughs> but see, he has a plan for everything. I guess so. <laughs> He's uh, like, if he turns into a robot. We've got to have him this size so That's we can right. actually take so him. Be him. wise, guys. Be smart. Like, well, don't, he, if you're going to build a robot, don't be crazy. He takes the strategy further because there's a heated exchange between Michael where they hang up on each other. But then as soon as that exchange ends, mm-hmm. Dwight shows the blueprint that he's been putting together where he included only a six-foot extension cord, so he can't chase us. <laughs> I mean, that's very practical. It makes sense. There you, you go. You don't want to give him batteries, and then he can just go wherever he wants. Exactly. So then we head back over to Stanford, and Jim is taking this seriously. Okay, he's calling around to like random stores, trying to find these chips. Uh, Karen wants to give up. She's like, "It's fine. It's done." Uh, it's at this point that the Nard Dog turns around, and <laughs> he's like, "What's the game? I want in." Yeah, and they explain, "There's no game. It's just we're looking for the chips." Did you look in the vending machine? Mm. Oh, Nardog! Oh, if only we were as machine. smart as you. Oh, the, well, oh, we look, oh, we went straight to the copier and the fax machine. <laughs> to which one of the greatest Nardog lines: "Did you look in, or did you check in your, your butt?" butt? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds Good me of that. Up your button around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> or when does Stanley come up with his shove and it up, shove it up your butt? Shove it up, shove your, up your butt. butt. <laughs> I think it's coming. Soon. Um, yeah. So it's now clear the office is obsessed obsessed with booties with butts, yeah. but and they're not the only one. <laughs> um, okay, Com- now it's confession time. Adam, anything you want to share? Rob no, just shared I think a deep one. No, I think it's you that you want to. Oh, okay. Want to share something? Okay. Well, Rob, 
loves butts. You heard it here first. Oh, folks. wow. Okay. All right. Rabbit trail. No. <laughs> 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 Maybe we'll save it for another time. Fine. Okay. Oh, um, you can't, you can't start it and then not finish it just because I said nah. rabbit trail. <laughs> oh yeah. The last like four nights uh-huh. when we're in bed. <laughs> wow, like... this is starting out to be quite the story. Oh, yeah. it'll be a good story. <laughs> so the last four nights when we were in bed. Yeah, that's uh, where it sounds like it's going. So last four nights when we're in bed, lights out. Like I am rolled over, almost falling asleep, uh-huh. and she is Instagramming and like looking at memes and like yeah. she'll be showing me stuff and everything. For some reason, the last four nights, the last thing that she will show me. She will tap me on the shoulder and be like, oh, this is so awesome. Or, oh, you're going to love this. Or, hey, look at this. I turn around. <laughs> it is a photo of a man's butt <laughs> in, in briefs. That's good. In underwear. That's and, funny. I, and she just keeps showing me man butts. And I don't get it. I don't I, know why. What's funny is I always have to Google uh, man butts. <laughs> so it's not just that you find them. I just sent him that. Uh, oh, I shouldn't have boy. said it before he checked his t- now it's not a surprise. It's funny because over here at the <laughs> command center where I have my laptop and all my notes, uh-huh. a, a text just came in and it's an image of a butt a from my butt. wife. So that is a thing now. Thanks. <laughs> that booty though. I don't. It's the last thing I see right before I fall asleep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Great. Anyways, so <laughs> we go back to Scranton and Michael's hanging out over by Stanley's desk and he's just in the zone. He's just... He's mourning, he's grieving, he's mm-hmm. thinking about Ed Truck. He's ima- he's just saying, like, imagine how much blood there was. Like, it would have reached all the way from here to reception and got on Pam. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, Stanley and Phyllis are just like, hey, you need to stop. And he's like, you don't get it. His kappa was, was detated from <laughs> his head. How is that closed captioned? When- Kappa. It, Kappa. C A P P A. Kappa detated. Which I love. Then Stanley's like, You have just spit in my eye. That is more offensive than Kappa detated. That's right. It's flu season, folks. Oh my gosh. So we have a clip here because Michael is trying, he's just trying to get people to understand the gravity of what has happened. And he's not seeing, I think, the grief. That he's expecting. Yeah. Uh, and so he has a plan. So mm. let's check out this clip. Something wrong with you. There is something wrong with everybody in here. Because we have lost a member of our family and you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to think about it. You just want to get back to work. There are five stages to grief, which are denial, anger, bargaining, <laughs> depression, and bargaining? acceptance. I love that he has to like read it off Right the now, out screen. there, they are all denying the fact that they're sad and mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. hard and it's making them all angry <laughs> and it is my job to try to get them all the way through to acceptance what a leader and mm-hmm. if not acceptance mm-hmm. then just depression sure. if i can get them yeah. depressed then i'll have done my job okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. spoken like a true boss that's right yeah just get them depressed i need to get my coworkers depressed i don't understand the bargaining what is he reading it wrong? Well, no, I think, okay, so I think the bargaining, it's, and I don't, I don't mean to butcher this, but I think that the bargaining is like, you get to a point where you're kind of like, why wasn't it me? Oh, or like, yeah. oh. if, I wish it would have been me instead of them. Like you gotcha. start like that kind of thing, okay, I think okay, is okay. what bargaining means. Got it. Um, but yeah, I just love that he's like trying to list them, but he keeps looking at the screen. Yeah, he, yeah, he's trying to act like he knows what they are, but um, he doesn't. Just get him to depression, Michael. And you it's can do weird. It. There's just man butts in yeah, his just Google on his screen. screen yeah. It's not even it's that he's like, reading the five stages. He just, just keeps looking over at the butt. Butts. Yeah, it's yeah, just weird. exactly. Uh, so he gets everybody in the conference room. Oh, baby. And they're going to play this game that when I watch it, I just decided to affectionately title it Death Ball. Mm. Which, by the way, if you head over to the after party at Poor Richard's tonight, we're going to play our own version of Death Ball. It's going to be excellent, so yeah. come check it out. It's very emotional. That's right. Um, Rob cried. I did. But not because of the game. He just... <laughs> I just, we, we kept out. making it fun was of just them. a day it just it's, it's one of those days where one my, of those days. my he heart feels like butts. it's in a bucket of boiling tears um so the point the, the way it works is you will catch the ball and then you will share uh, about somebody that you lost and so uh, michael says you know i'll start you know i, I lost ed truck mm-hmm. it feels like my heart is in a bucket of boiling tears 
somebody is hitting my soul in the crotch with a frozen frozen sledgehammer. <laughs> frozen? Then, I have no idea why. It, oh, it's going to hurt more. It's cold. It's the coldness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then a third guy walks in and he's punching me uh, in the grief bone. <laughs> so, is that near the diff- heart? Different than the funny bone. That's right. It's, it's the, the opposite. opposite. <laughs> the opposite of the funny bone. That's right. Um, and so at this point, uh, Roy pokes his head in and uh, he's saying, hey, can I see Pam? There's something going on with her car. And uh, Pam walks now, out. Now cool guy Roy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. he says, hey, there's nothing wrong with your car. I just thought you might want a break. That was nice. I need a Roy in my life, just for like life. Like I'm parenting. <laughs> Check out. Roy just shows up. Oh, hey. There's something wrong wanna, with your car. Want to step outside? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Roy, sure. Uh, so yeah, is this like cool guy considerate Roy that we're saying? He's trying. He's giving it a shot. He's doing a pretty good job right oh, now. baby. Uh, they go out and take a look at Pam's new car, and it's just this, like, good, flirty car small talk. And uh, Pam Pam says that she wasn't really concerned about all the other stuff. She just was focused on the cup holders, which yeah. sounds incredibly familiar. It must be a girl thing. I heard that that's research. Like, that's that's true. Like, like that's the, what, what car manufacturers... If they're it's trying true to, that Pam needs... <laughs> it was research. Okay. Pam does me, need a lot of here, I'll give you kind of, it, it, If they're trying to market a car or trying to figure out a way to get women to buy a specific, you know, model, they're going to... They focus on certain things and cup holders, I heard, is one. No way. Yeah. I have to tell you, we bought a car one time and my main frustration was limited cup, holder, cup holders. We returned it. We went and bought another car. Now, not as extreme, but actually my wife complains when I, my old car used to have, she used to always complain about the cup holders. And that's actually, yeah. that just, I just thought of that. That's so that's interesting. So, uh, that's why wow. I hate Rob's car. It's long, so it doesn't fit in our garage. So we need to figure, figure the, that the out. But mainly there's not enough cup holders. There's two. There's that's, two. That's it's standard, enough. isn't it? It's there's two in the front, two in the back. How many that more? That sounds great. Yeah, no, there's not like normally there's also one in the door okay normally do there's those. like four in the back like there's How two many in drinks the... do you oh. need <laughs> well a water bottle a coffee a lacroix so a you bottle. would so you would like my because mine is the two and then the two and then the two and then the two. Oh, my oh, van good. has like 16 well yeah. i mean uh, yeah i think the van just they're like look at 20 cup holders that's right yeah. Every, everything Done. is a cup holder. Mm-hmm. Take all my money and my firstborn. Oh <laughs> so we head back over to Stanford and Jim and Karen are still on the hunt for these chips. Uh, he's calling the warehouse or the manufacturer. Wait, hold on. The writers are incredible that they did that kind of research to write that line in for her. Because you know they were wanting every girl to be like, yes, as soon as she said, well, it has a lot of cup holders. Oh, geez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. I guess so. That, that totally makes sense. Yeah, that's a lot of research. That's mm-hmm. real cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, so Jim and Jim and Karen are still on the hunt for the chips. And Jim is calling, I think he's calling the manufacturer, and he's acting like he's at one of the stores. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, hey, we were expecting a shipment. We didn't get it. They're like, yeah, we've got it here in the warehouse. And then the grift is over because they say, what's your store number? number and yeah. the best he can do is... Um, Six. <laughs> His facial reaction after that is so classic Jim. Yeah. He just looks like very innocent but fun. Yeah. For, and uh, so he hangs up the phone and then basically tells Karen, shut up, stop. Yeah. And yeah. they're just, it's like they're getting super flirty. It's like, yep. dude, that good, good She's flirt. a cool girl. I like her. Uh, she speaks French, we find out in just a few I minutes. I know. Yeah, Holy no kidding. Karen well, she's and she's good at Call Philip of Duty. Pelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What a woman. She's, she's an all-star. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Way to show us all up, Karen. Dang it, Karen. Dang it, Karen. Uh, you got, uh, Karen's got nothing on you, lady. This, oh, was, sure. be, this was before all that the was Karen in, That was in the I script. Like. That was even in the show notes. Yeah, I did have that in the show notes. It's written right here. Karen's got nothing on Andy. <laughs> um, it's bold. Yeah. With <laughs> italics and underlined. Us. Everything yeah. you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. So, but when he said Andy, he meant... Nardog. The Nardog. Nardog. Yeah, it, was, right. it must be all the man butts. Oh, wait. Did you think I meant you? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Pam actually comes back in, and it's at this point that Michael says, okay, we can start now. <laughs> oh, gosh. She's like, you waited for me? Uh, we wait for Which is only members. sad for her. Everybody else, I'm sure, is like on their phone. You know... Stanley's doing his gross work. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they're all fine. Stanley they're not talking. Asleep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so Michael says, yeah, around here we, you know, we wait for family and you're mm. one of our family members, Pam. Mm. Uh, so we have a clip here because Yay. as the game of death ball, as I like to call it, starts, uh, Michael's going to throw it to Phyllis. He wants her to give it a shot. For our family members, 
Phyllis, you want to give it a shot? I got it. <laughs> Intercepted. When mm -hmm. my mother was pregnant with me, they did an ultrasound and found she was having twins. When they did another ultrasound, a few weeks later, they discovered that I had resorbed other <laughs> Not a word. Do I regret this? No. I believe his tissues made me stronger. I now have the strength of a grown man and a little baby. That's powerful. Okay, why don't you throw the ball to somebody else? <laughs> oh my gosh. The strength of a grown man and a little baby. I love baby. how attracted to that information Angela is. She's like, oh, wow. Oh, like, very, I loved you before, mm, but now... The one. It's the be, it's it's everything she loves. She loves Dwight and she loves babies in one. It's all in one package. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I feel like that his little spiel there is inconsistent with his character because I think Shroot Farms. Did they ever take people who were pregnant to get an ultrasound? ultrasound? Oh, yeah. Good. Call. I was like, uh, interesting. They wouldn't do that. Yeah, they would have just like done some sort of a weird thing where they hung a oh, coin, a yeah. nickel over her belly. Weird and... people do that. <laughs> <laughs> so has yet to be wrong that's true that's true uh, uh so then uh, they throw it to stanley stanley is not gonna play the game no. like aggressively will not do this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but then it gets thrown over to pam and pam decides to share this stirring story about her aunt who was a great female boxer she got injured in the ring what movie is this it's million dollar baby <laughs> uh, i haven't seen that hillary schwank um, so Ryan she should have gone with Cinderella I'm yeah. telling you yeah, everybody yeah. would have got that <laughs> so Ryan sort of picks up on this and he wants to take a turn they throw the ball to him and he talks about being on safari when his uh, I think it's his cousin, cousin Mufasa, yeah. Mufasa yeah. <laughs> got trampled by wildebeest I mean that's tragic and Wait, I love I take back that laugh oh totally <laughs> I love that Michael's like do you want to you know tell us more and he's like oh it'd probably take me about an hour and a half to tell yes, us I think <laughs> it's so funny it's like a such a specific <laughs> amount of time uh, and then Kevin of course is good Botched to go it. and Weekend at Bernie's of course of all the movies he could have chosen Michael's mm -hmm. gonna know Weekend at Bernie's for sure Adam Jones you ever seen Weekend at Bernie's well no. and he even like used <laughs> like yeah Mufasa was used but Muf I'm surprised Michael didn't jump on that one to be honest yeah you think he yeah I mean whose name Mufasa <laughs> I don't know really. just must not have connected it at that point yeah he had no reason to think but I think Kevin because he wasn't even sad about it like at least there was some emotion in the other two and he was like excited he was like smiling story. about yeah. it the whole time yeah, yeah yeah he's like ready my uncle Bernie died and we had to pretend like he was alive <laughs> <laughs> adam jones never seen weekend of bernie's nope. oh baby you're in nope. for a treat guy is literally a corpse that they are carrying around oh pretending gosh. he's alive oh why wow. he's on it they, they're like staying in his beach house i don't remember how he dies they're staying in his beach house he dies he was capitated i think he like he overdoses or like it's something crazy but they want to stay in the beach house. And so people are like running by on the beach. Hey, Bernie. And he's like a corpse. And they're like raising his arm. And he's a corpse for the entire <laughs> movie. Oh, that sounds funny. That <laughs> is ridiculous. creepy. So ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure there's a weekend at Bernie's too. I love oh. I love that that's what's like hilarious to people. Because that movie's so famous. Yeah. And it's, oh that is gosh. creepy. Gross. So it's at this point where Michael realizes... They're not taking this seriously. Things start to fall apart. Everybody's walking out. And Michael sort of starts to get emotional at this point. He's saying, like, guys, this guy who used to have my job is dead. And nobody cares. And you can just hear it in his voice. He's starting to lose it a little bit. Mm. Toby steps in. Mm -hmm. Good old Tobes. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just trying to comfort him. He's saying, Michael, this is, this is <clears throat> natural. This is the way things work. <laughs> it's a circle of life, bro. He said, when I came in this morning, a bird flew into the window. It died. I had to keep going. I had to keep... Mm -hmm. Michael is... He starts to freak out. He loses his mind. <laughs> this is like me interacting with my wife. Like, she's the type of person who we're driving and and I I oh, I don't, I do not like swerve for like pigeons or oh, a squirrel. No. Not worth me getting into an accident over. Sure. And she freaks out. She's like, get it, Emma. And then she goes to grab the steering wheel. <gasps> I... That is how the Joneses are going to die. Oh my <laughs> We're going to get our Kappas going to be decapitated because of a squirrel. Because of a squirrel. <laughs> I one time was driving on a country road at night and a small bunny darted Ooh. into the road. And I was driving a little car. And so you could hear oh, I've done that. and oh, yeah, feel. I... And it was the most, it was just like. 
<laughs> I did that to a raccoon once. Whoa, that's huge. Uh, I mean, it was very loud. Yeah, <clears throat> you could die. It's just a, it was just quiet in the car after that. Well, I start Aww. I start like yeah, it makes it sound. Yeah. That that happened you. to me one time. <laughs> No, I was gonna. I can't. I can't even finish this joke. I'm done. It's so sad. Oh dang it! Uh, <laughs> Awkward. Moving on. You don't want to tell it? No. Dang it! All right. It was not gonna be true, and it was gonna be super sad. Oh, okay. Well, those are the best kind of jokes. I know. The ones that are not true and are sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a Dwight joke for sure. Awesome. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Toby's explaining circle life. This bird flew into the window. I had to keep going and Michael, I mean, tough, hard to do. Sure. Mm -hmm. Michael loses it at this point. Mm -hmm. Do you know he was dead? Did you check his heartbeat? Was he breathing? If I were Toby, I would just say, yep. Did all those (laughs) things. I did it. Yes. Check. Check. (laughs) He's dead. I love that. Michael then says, of course you didn't. You're not a veterinarian. You don't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) Step out of the way. That's a true professional Uh, step in. So as he runs out, of course, Dwight chases after him. Uh, They head outside and they find the bird. And Michael is just heartbroken. He takes the, he picks up the bird. And he's, it's like he's trying, I think he's trying to listen for a heartbeat to which Dwight is like, Michael, get it away from your face. I know that is so, and in the kitchen. Well, and then Michael says, you can't get diseases diseases from from a bird. Bird Bird flu. So I said to myself, I'm going to Google this. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, oh, you can. Well, oh, duh. Yeah. Well, okay, here's the deal. Things like this can be an old wives' tale. Yeah. Okay, like, oh, you don't, you know, whatever. Can't, can't get diseases from birds. Don't stare at the sun because you'll wet your pants. Those kind of things. No, never, but the never fact heard that, that... Okay, okay. You never heard that? Don't look... Or no, don't look into the campfire because you'll wet your pants. Anyways. My that. dad used oh. to say that to me. I think that's yeah. why he said that. <laughs> yeah. so, we used to camp a lot and I was scared to stare at fire. Oh, Wow. I, I looked at this article, and it's broken down into many different things. But one of the headlines is, how do you catch a bird disease? <laughs> so there's a few different ways you can catch diseases from birds. Some being more common than others. They are. It says inhaling. Inhaling and, a bird? I know, right? Yeah. No, it's talking about uh, the droppings when they dry and then become like... Ugh. Oh, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. Eating. Eating birds. a bird, I guess. Okay. Uh, drinking. All that kind of... Okay. But yeah. it says... Touching dead birds can play a host to a range of harmful bacteria, yeah, fungi, sure. mm-hmm. yeah, and viruses. And then it says, "What bird diseases can humans catch?" All of them. Number one, I believe it's pronounced psittacosis. Cita- yeah, it says often referred to as parrot fever. <laughs> parrot fever. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. You yeah. going you gonna die. You so, don't want to hang out with birds. Yeah. I'm telling you. So I'm just Gross. all I'm saying is don't listen to Michael Scott. Yeah, you he's probably got a parasite. I've heard point. it described that pigeons are the rats that can fly. Basically. They're like rats with wings. Yeah. Well, well, and the amount of places that they can travel to, what they pick up and transfer, and all of yeah. that. I mean, I'm sure that's how we get plenty of diseases. Yeah. yeah. Just um, kill all the birds. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's extreme. Oh. Kill them. So <laughs> yeah. I think Greta, I didn't say that. Greta Thunberg would say, how dare you? Um, so uh, Michael then proceeds to take the bird into the kitchen and try to give it water um, uh-huh. to, just to verify that it's dead. Angela, just to be clear, does not approve of this. Yeah. Um, when it's clear that the bird is dead, Michael uh, brings the, the bird out into the bullpen and announces to everybody, hey, today at 4 p.m. Uh, there will be a funeral. Mm-hmm. Meredith explaining she has so much work to do too bad yeah to which michael dunn says guys toby killed this bird (laughs) (laughs) he died alone the least you can do is be there for him now yes (laughs) dang it tobes um so go back over to stanford karen is calling she says she's going to call a store in montreal Mm -hmm. to find these chips and then she speaks french on the phone yeah it is cool how close they are to that Yes. Yeah. We have friends that just moved to New York and they're two hours away. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's close. Closer just, than you think. Were you expecting Karen to speak French? No. I just with the last name, maybe. Well, Phil Lapelli, that's Italian. Phil is Italian. Phil Lapelli. <laughs> well, some, you know, some, what I, one of those languages. French. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. not English. That's the same thing. You know? Hey, but they're all, I do know this, languages. they're all romance languages. Ooh. Italian, French, and Spanish. Latin. Ooh, yeah. Latin, yeah. Latino. There you go. Right, right Andy? 
Yeah, Latino. Yeah, right. <laughs> like spelled T E E too. Oh, right. Like Latino. Latino. Um, <laughs> so then uh, we have a clip here because we go back to Scranton and Michael's just sort of making the rounds, checking on folks. And uh, Kelly's having a hard time. Check this out. Kelly, check this out. Here we go. <laughs> She's having a real hard time. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I know. I know. It's been a tough day, but it's good to let it show. I mean, how many times do I have to confirm plans with Ryan for him to know that we have a date today? <laughs> His face is oh, uh, just a lot of disgust. <laughs> and he's just like a beautiful head like, shake. Head he's shake. Done. Yeah, he's, he's like, done. I can't believe this. Uh, he's probably thinking, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's like, amen. I, I can't tell it. you how many times I've had to confirm <laughs> our plans. Yeah, he's like, you know, today I'm mourning something else, but let's come back to that, Kelly, yeah. because, uh, oh, baby. Uh, and then he walks in on Dwight trying to shove the bird into a soda can. <laughs> <laughs> Twist the head off or something. Uh, and I love that Dwight says, like, if he would have gave me a few more minutes, it would have fit. Yeah. He, he talks about his grandpa being well, buried in a recycled oil drum. The yeah. beak broke off. That's yeah. what's gross. It was like hanging out on the table and he picks it up going, is this the beak? This oh, the gosh. Beak? Oh. I love how when Michael first comes in, he goes, what are you doing? And Dwight goes, what? It's the right size. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that he describes, like his first line is, I was raised on a farm. <laughs> yes. Duh. <laughs> like, you know, almost anything that you do in a home or in work that's, like, not appropriate, it's like, what, were you raised in a barn? Why well, you can actually was. say, yes, yes I, yes, I was. was. Like, this is logical to me. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but he's kind of feeling bad. Uh, so he heads over to reception. He's looking for some sort of a box that he can use as a coffin. But Pam turns around and says, hey, I got it covered. And she has made, like, this little bird coffin. It's cute. It's all decked out. Mm -hmm. uh, Dwight is like very grateful. This is awesome. Uh, and then she says, you know, would you like to do something for the funeral? Yes. Do you have your recorder? Always. I Always. love that she's like the woman with the plan. That's right. And she just <laughs> says, like, when do I this. woke up this morning, did I expect to be throwing together a bird funeral? Nope. nope. You never know. So... Things are starting to wind down here, but as we go back to Stanford, uh, Karen walks up to her desk, and the bag of chips are waiting for her. Her chips? That's right. They are her chips. Yeah, not uh, his. Not his. They're hers. They're hers. Uh, we find out that Jim called around. He he called the vending machine company who said, hey, we sell them in the building next door. <laughs> he, he got resourceful. He figured it out. Uh, back at Scranton, uh, the funeral is starting. And Pam hands over the box to Michael, and he's very touched. Yeah, this was a, a cool, a cool move by Pam. Mm -hmm. Very, very uh, thoughtful for Michael. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and not only that, but she prepared a eulogy for this bird. Yeah, which was actually really good. Well, you know, she's speaking directly to Michael's heart. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's a good friend. Um. What do we know about this bird? You may not think much, but we know it was a local bird. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was the bird that pooped on Oscar. Yeah, maybe. Which I mean, that'd be great. Gets Possible. a good laugh. Mm -hmm. uh, it. We know how it died uh, flying into the glass doors. But I don't think he was dumb. I think he wanted to come into our building and spread his cheer and lift our spirits with his song, to which Dwight says, wasn't a songbird. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> um, and even though he died by himself... He was not alone because there's people who loved and cared for him. To which Angela immediately says, amen. Amen. Um, but this is, yes, like you said, Andy, speaking directly to Michael and to his heart and to what he's feeling. Just a very cool moment from Pam. Um, very empathetic, very emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so then Pam and Dwight decide to... Serenade everyone with a just stirring rendition of On the Wings of Love by Jeffrey Osborne. Do you know well, this song? No. No, but what I don't understand, why did Pam feel compelled to sing? Um, <laughs> why couldn't they just listen to the recording? To comfort because Michael. the lyrics of the song for a bird funeral are amazing. Let me oh, read them okay, to read you. Them. <laughs> just smile for me and let the day begin. You are the sunshine that lights my heart within. And I'm sure that you're an angel in disguise. Come take my hand. Together we will rise. And then the chorus, on the wings of love, up mm. and above the clouds, the only way to fly is on the wings of love. 
on the wings of love, only the two of us together flying high, flying high upon okay, the wings It's a love story love. between Sam and a bird. That's good. I like that. Oh, so good. And it's funny because you only get a few lines at the very beginning. If you go and Google it, though, it's such a good song for this moment. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I just love that he plays the recorder. Yes. For it. Oh, and he knew that song on the recorder. Yeah. So good. Hey, do you know this song? And so as the funeral is winding down, it's obvious that Michael's heart has been touched. Um, he, uh, we have a clip here. He kind of shares with us uh, some parting words as he reflects on the day and everything that's happened. Lights my heart with <laughs> Society teaches us that having feelings and crying is bad and wrong. Well, that's a baloney because... Grief isn't wrong. Creed, he's like There's into such it. Thing as good grief. <laughs> ask Charlie Brown. Just ask Charlie Brown. Good <laughs> grief. There's good grief, Michael. Uh, and as the episode ends, they light the funeral pyre, and the song ends. Kevin is the only one who claps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know what to do at the end. Yeah, and uh, they decide everybody to head back to work. Then Dwight decides to pull out the fire extinguisher and extinguish the bird and then stomp out the box. It doesn't look like the bird was burnt yet. To then, uh, then he says to the warehouse guys, hey, grab a broom. Let's clean, clean this up. Mush. 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 That's the last thing we hear is Clean mush. this up. Oh, Dwight. I can guarantee yeah, they that's... walked back there and were like, oh, yeah, we'll get right to that. Yeah. And they're like, nope. Nope. It snowed. It yeah. snowed over all that, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. A season went well, by. <laughs> and do they have to listen to Dwight? No. 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 Not no. At all. all right. And so that brings us to the end of uh, grief counseling. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, as always, we throw it out to you guys. want to hear, uh, what did you love about this episode? And so over on Instagram, uh, Shelby chimed in. Oh, hey. she's, she's, our, that cake. she's our cake lady. Cake That's lady. Right. And uh, my girl, we have the same heart. It's real cool. Yeah, baby. Uh, she she loved when Pam makes the coffin for the bird, of course. It's so, so good. Uh, True Jedi 48, Michael waiting for Pam during the grief counseling because we wait for a family member, Pam. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, last but not least on Instagram, sparkling eyes 04. Uh, she, uh, she loved the moment when Pam asked Dwight if he has his recorder and of course he does <laughs> says that cracks her up every time and then last but not least oh. over on Twitter tried and true oh he's back tromboner man he's back uh, no, I actually, in the episode last week, I said, you know, I feel bad. I'm sorry. And then yeah. he, re- he replied on Twitter and was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, good. <laughs> oh yeah. that's good sweet. Sport. But he, of course, jumped in here and he says, he loves how funny Dwight found Michael's fake stare moment. In the yes, cold open. I love that too. <laughs> he yeah. says the, that joke just made his day, which yeah. is absolutely true. It's so, so, so do you just pick like the top few? Uh, you know, we will get, there's times when we will get a large, large, contingent of responses and so we're going to do our best to get to as many as we can but uh, we're not always going to get to all of them oh so so you just you just skip mine you just you just skip right over that there was one last one on instagram last but not least was it a butt save the best for last it just said man butt (laughs) (laughs) wow she's really on that right now i'm really disappointed I'm really disappointed. You were going to leave that out. What? Yeah, what's, like, yeah, what's, where is mine? <laughs> Your man butt? I thought she was asking that's what, a serious that's question. Was, that's what I've been wondering, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so this is a part of the show. Usually we'll take a look at a prank that Jim pulled, but he, he played it cool this time. And so still in first place, season two, episode six, The Fight, 26 root bucks, Poop Desk. Poop Desk. Yep. There you go. Now let's head over to that good Dunder Mifflin subreddit and look at some quality content from Mr. Adam Jones. As always, check out the show notes and you can click on the link and see exactly what we're getting ready to look at. It'll say Dundee winner. So click on that now. And uh, Adam, what do you have for us, my friend? Yeah, so we love our, our community at the Dunder Mifflin subreddit. And we've got a uh, one that I that I found I just thought was brilliant. It's gotten a lot of attention, but uh, it's a good one. And it is user Ben. Boyer 0430 
And uh, I love it when people do these. I've seen these here and there. Um, so we'll, we'll have to have the audio on for this clip. And this would be best if you click on the link in the show notes and actually watch it because it is it's pretty it's pretty great and we can we can watch a little bit of it here but you would want to to watch on your phone or your oh sweet laptop so this is uh if the office was a classic sitcom oh okay i saw this post but i didn't watch it oh it's good so here it is (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh it's got that good like what is this roseanne intro happy holidays dwight but do not open it till Christmas. You're so pathetic. How long did this take you? Three hours? Five minutes, actually. I am a black belt in gift wrapping. Yeah, no such thing. They don't give out black belts for things that are stupid. <laughs> well, I hope it was worth it, because I'm going to take it apart in about five minutes. <laughs> I think I'll take it a little bit longer than that. Really? If I can skin a mule deer in less than ten minutes, I ought to be able to cut my... <laughs> And then it goes into this. Oh, and that's the intro from uh, Family Matters. Yeah, that's so. It's amazing. really cool. You should. They our listeners should watch the whole thing. They they actually did. Uh, oh, this user right. did a really good job making this. I believe it's his content. So we'll give him a uh, a Dundee. Excellent. Love that. Uh, you know. Also in the show notes. Uh, there is a link there that says John Krasinski's birthday. And oh. uh, yeah. if you click on that, uh, it'll take you over to a fundraiser that he's doing that we were just going to mention real quick. Uh, for his 40th birthday, John Krasinski is raising money for uh, something called Family Reach. And uh, basically, uh, what it looks like is uh, Family Reach is basically like a financial Financial aid, like financial help, says a financial mm. lifeline for families that are fighting cancer. It's a nonprofit. Oh, cool. And so he is trying to raise $20,000. As of this recording, he's at around $5,400. Um, so, yeah, if you're uh, if you're looking to uh, celebrate good old Jimothy and uh, give to a good cause, you can click on that link and head over there as well and Very cool. give what you can. It's pretty cool. So, all right. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode, guys. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you uh, for telling your friends, checking us out on Patreon, all that good stuff. And uh, if you come join us over on uh, the after party at Poor Richards tonight, we're like I said, we're going to play our own version of Death Ball. We are going to we're gonna we're gonna get into the shoes of a movie character and describe a loss that we have uh, yeah. sustained, and then the other people are going to guess what movie it is. So it'll be a really fun time. So come check that out. And then uh, your homework for tonight, uh, make sure you go watch Season 3, Episode 5, The Initiation. Oh, oh sweet. One. I love and, it. And uh, you can also wrestle my cousin Moe's. All right. So until <laughs> next time, I'm Rob. I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. And this was Everybody, Everybody in, the in the Conference, conference room. room. All right. Let's head over.